Welcome. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl, Shannon, from Can We Talk Sports. What's up? What's up, everybody? Let's give Karen the biggest woohoo because she got her hair done. She got, let me stop playing. Congratulations, Karen. You finally got your hair done. How are you feeling? You are on mute. You're on mute. Okay. I feel great. I know that you guys have been kind of embarrassed of me, you know, uh, looking like Donna King. I understand it. But, you know, I was in the house. And when you're in the house, you don't have to worry about nothing. And so I didn't care about how I look. So I knew when I got we it done. Part. Karen, we know that part. We, we know that part because you was coming on. You was making videotapes. The hair was just like wilding out, y'all. But she was mass hair wilding out. I mean, video, she was wilding out. But look, you know, she right. now she looking fabulous. Look at her. Go ahead. Turn to the side. Let us see it. Go ahead. Ooh, look. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I am your girl, your co-host, Kawashika. Oh, I know, huh? I got excited about Karen here. So <laughs> right. It's the girl, Shannon. And then my host, we got Kawasaka. Kawasaka. <laughs> and then we have Karen. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. I got excited. Look, I, I was like, Karen was but looking no. fabulous. And then we got Kawasaka over there looking fabulous. Look at her. Listen. Let's see that shirt. Let's see that shirt. Oh, that's what? nice. What represent your son? That's what I'm talking about. That's right. But no, listen, Miss Karen. So I seen it come down the Facebook feed. <laughs> your live, your video. I said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. oh my God. Do that again. What you do? Do it again. What you do? What you do, Kwasika? How you do it? How you do it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I said, that's not her. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna get off Facebook. <laughs> Look, wait, when I saw it, I just sat there and I was like, oh my God, did she just oh my god. Listen, if you just tuned in to, tuned in to the Can We Talk Sports Show show, we talk about Miss Karen. You know, we've been quarantined and I can I can uh relate to you, Miss Karen, because all this week I've been working out, right? Mm. So no eyelashes. See these Ooh. things right here? <laughs> so I had a break. I did. I had a break and I loved it. I was outside. I was free. That I had my so hair. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't going to look, you know, I still had hair, but. <laughs> <laughs> she said, wait, listen. I seen your workout. The girl was working. <laughs> but wait, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, Okay, wait, hold on. She ain't about yes. to leave me. So I started my workout yesterday. I'm on day two. Look, I got out the bed talking about, oh, oh, wait. I'm, oh, now, hold you on. Be sore. Yeah, because I've been sore. I ain't gonna lie. I've been sore. I've been sore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, I've been my, my Nutriverse and my tea. So, yes. Yeah, so, so we all been having I our understand. moments. But the yeah. first time I put these back on, honey. <laughs> Listen, okay. I still had the hair, but I just yeah. didn't have eyelashes. I can't right now. Y'all is too much for me. I just, oh my gosh, that's funny. Oh, Lord, have mercy. So, this show, 
because we're going we gonna to move it right along. Oh, my God. I have been waiting for this show for about a month. I think it was about, about a it's month ago. So it's since last year that I think I reached out to um, Social B. Oh my God. If you guys have never seen South Beach Toe, please go watch it. Google it on YouTube, whatever. I listen, I watched it every time it came on because our guest, Bernice, listen, I said, if I ever had my talk car told me she came, I'm gonna just hand her the keys. Listen, <laughs> Fox was if <laughs> I would sit there and go, why? Are you fighting her? Like, just give her the keys, right? They was really trying to, and I and I'll be cracking up laughing. I mean, she just be tossing people around like, boom, get out my way. Her and her co and her and her um team and stuff. So listen, I'm like, I got questions, I got questions, I got questions. And then she come becomes the first female head coach. Wow, that's that, amazing. Of a high school football team. Yeah. Right. I got questions. I got, I got questions. questions. On I got that one. Right. Like, how did you land that? You know right. what I'm saying? And how did you bring those boys together as a female yes. coach? Yes. So yes. this show, we're gonna crack up laughing. I'm trying to tell y'all now. So please, I have not responsible for what comes out of my host or my guest mouth. I'm just gonna tell y'all that right now. Let's get y'all prepared. So don't you be texting, messaging us about anything. If you don't like it, turn it off. Okay, we got that done, right? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we'll be right back after this with our guest, Coach B. All right. All right. Oh, Coach B. What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you Don't ready? mess up your hair, girl. Don't mess up your hair. <laughs> it's all oh, right. Look. I'm ready. Okay. We're it right here. Oh, you got, got, got it. Got it. That's look, what I'm talking about. Oh, we didn't bring you our go. sunglasses. All right. Coach B. You ready? Welcome. We play. Welcome. I'm ready when you're ready. Oh, we welcome. play a game called "Would You Rather Be." So we're gonna start with Karen first. I'll go second, and Kawasaka go third. All right, Karen, what's your question? Okay, Coach B, would you rather have all of your teeth fall out, or would you rather have all of your hair fall out? Definitely hair. <laughs> Man, I rock that zero before I be toothless. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. Would you rather be without internet for a week or without your phone? Uh, I'm going to say internet. Oh. Well, yeah. And, hey, it's important things come through that phone. Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, oh, must have went out. All right, Karen, you got another one? Would you rather be four feet tall or 10 feet tall? Oh, man. I'm going to say four feet tall. <laughs> I had that Napoleon syndrome. I'm already ready to cut somebody out. I'm good with four feet. I don't see no 10 feet girl getting no play. Oh, my God. I told y'all. I told y'all this show. Oh, my gosh. All right. So what's your question? Can you Who hear me? Yeah. yeah. Would you rather? Oh, okay. I, I can't hear Shannon. All right. Coach B, what it do? What it do? <laughs> What's going on? Yes. Would you rather be single or married? Neither. 
<laughs> I'm say, I, I would rather be. Married. I would rather be married. Then I would. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> neither. <laughs> All right, a last right one. After. Um, would you Yay. rather be too hot or too cold? Too cold. Too cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you because it's hot in Texas. Lord have mercy, y'all. Yeah, it'd be too hot. Okay, so moving right along, let's get right on into it. My first question, South Beto, because I want to go from there and take you into the football because we got to go okay. back and then we're going to go right into football. South Beach Toe, I'm telling you, how how did it all come about? Like the show with you working in, in the tow company, how did it all come about? Me being me, I mean, basically, you know, not getting work in the summer, I'm a teacher. So not being able to work in the summer, summer job, Ended up Tremont. They already had their little family thing going. One day they asked me to come on and put me out there. They did me like a wild dog. They just put me out there and watched me react. So, (laughs) you know, after that, the ratings went skyrocket and I was on ever since. Oh, wow. So you was a teacher. What did you teach? What what subject? Uh, Physical education. Physical education. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I was so, a dean of discipline. I was, listen, I've been a school board for a long time, man. That's one thing that you don't stop doing. Hey, wow. I love kids, though. I don't know. So, did now go back, let's go back a little bit through high school, junior high. Did you play sports? <laughs> I played every sport they had available. I hated class. Okay. <laughs> oh, this really going to be good. Okay. So, oh. But how did okay, so you hated class. So how did you then how did you deal with those that hated class as well as you being a teacher? Um, I'm a I'm a cool teacher. So a lot of people definitely just like to be up under me because number one, I have a good personality and I got a great sense of humor. So most of the kids who be around me, we just laugh all laugh all the time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all you right. gotta keep it one hundred with them. You got to. Yeah, that's right. true. You really that's do, right. especially now these days. These these students, these kids are are more advanced than what we were back in the day. So yeah, you got to. They have access to everything. You know what I'm saying? Back yeah. then we didn't have access to Google and all the stuff that you have now. So yeah, you got to keep it 100. So mm-hmm. okay, so now you teacher, yes. South Beach Toe, uh-huh. and then you land football as a head mm-hmm. coach, first female head coach. Right. Well, that's not my first coaching gig. I I don't coach basketball. I don't coach flag football. I don't. I coach. I coach a lot. I coach track. I just wow. like it's just the to teach these kids something and to watch them go to college and do everything. That that that's what it's about. So how did the let's take us through the football steps. So as as the head coach of a male's varsity football team, how was that journey? <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. When I tell you, I think I got every patch of gray hair that I got right up in here. Right, right up in here. And I got a couple that I just pluck every day to forget what happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Them oh, two wow. years I made history and it was it was crazy though. It was a roller coaster. So what oh, was shit. I mean, when you first walked in the locker room as the head coach, what was that like? Well, I knew the kids. I was working out there. Actually, I knew the kids. Um, uh, I don't know. It was just like, I'm here. Let's go. Let's get to work. We ain't have time. 
You just got to be assertive and let and first thing first, kids going to point out your bullshit. So if you don't know what you're doing, they're going to point that shit out right away. So first thing you got to do is you got to assert. You got to have the right people around you. And, you know, at the time I, I thought I did, but, you know, that's another story. So how did the how did the coaches, the, the men coaches deal with it? Man, I'm trying. Oh boy! Now y'all trying to bring me out the water. Somebody tell us everything. Tell everything. Tell y'all everything. Hey, the game is to be sold, not told. I can tell you a little bit now. What? See, that came from that came from a a fan watching that said, "Tell everything." Hey, sis, leave it alone. Hey, anyway, um, it was interesting. That's all I can say as far as. The male coaches, because me, I've been around, I think all my friends were football players, if not basketball players. So I've been around a lot of coaches, a lot of football players, and it just showed me how sensitive men are. They act like bitches. That's first thing first. But um, being a woman in the game and coaching football, you know, women are like sponges. We soak in a lot. And, and guys don't understand that because if we don't know it, we going to figure it out. Right. That's, That's right. That's right. That's right. So um, it was never to a point where I just thought I knew everything. Any person I bought around me, I was a sponge. Whether they was a good sponge or a bad sponge, it taught me what not to do if they were bad. And it taught me ways to be better if it was good. But I had a, I had some good coaches come through there. Some that we just mentally didn't make it with each other. And some that probably had motives that you know wasn't able to be around me on a day-to-day basis but all in all it was a great experience so go ahead karen i have a question i want to know how you dealt with the parents how did the parents uh welcome you in teaching especially men the fathers teaching their boys uh, football because you know for some reason men think that they're the only one that know football and we don't know and that's why we got this show because we can talk sports too but from a different perspective so how did you deal with fathers uh, allowing you to teach their boys football believe it or not the fathers are very supportive like when I had meetings it was more fathers I think they were more interested in what I could do for their kids you know um I had a lot of backlash from women. I guess they couldn't, I ain't had no pole for them. I wasn't sticking nothing. So they weren't even, they weren't dealing with me like that. It was kind of like the guys, they supported me. If I needed something, they really did. I had a couple of male fathers that were there because, you know, it's their son. They want to make sure every day that they, I had a rule in my book. If it ain't concerning education, don't talk to me. You can't tell me what to do with your kid, then he's in the wrong place if you don't like the coaching. And um, I'm, it, ain't, it is what it is. Kids come and go, really. Oh, that brings me to the next question, because in the beginning, uh, we, we were talking about playing time. So as you as a coach, mm. how did you, I'm sure you had parents that, you know, why my son not playing? So how did you deal with playing time? And- <laughs> if they knew, like I told you, I met with all the parents. I had a lot of meetings. Like I was the, I was transparent as, as it could be. Like if something going on, I told them like, literally, if it's not pertaining education, cause that's first and foremost, lead the football into the coaches. I supported all my coaches right or wrong. 
if they did something wrong, I'm gonna talk to them and I'm 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 gonna take care of that situation. But you have to trust the coaches. That's first thing as a parent. If you don't trust the coaches, I think your kid at the wrong school. Yeah, because I've heard a lot of coaches say that. That's the it, mm-hmm. even with my daughter. Um, that's the first thing Coach Veronica was like. Listen, I'm the coach. You know, I don't I just let that they pay attention to me. You know, when I'm saying something. So she even have a rule. She's like, if my because my daughter played basketball. She's like, if your child is going up and down the court and she look up in the stand, I'm a bencher. I'm gonna sit her on the bench. I'm the coach. She can't have two coaches. So I, I mean, I have to give her respect because that would be hard. You're up here trying to coach your son, your daughter, your son from the stands, and the coach is trying to tell him something. You know, mm-hmm. it gets confusing. So it's like give her the respect. She's like, look, I'm their coach. Give me that respect. So yeah, I've heard a lot of coaches say that. So that was um, wow. Okay, let's let's talk about the first game. As, <laughs> as 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 the head female coach, how was that? How did other how did other teams receive you? Other teams, oh man, oh, like I say, this, this is a man's sport, a man's world. Everybody ain't gonna receive you, and they damn sure ain't want to receive me. You had people that I knew, coaches that I knew before I became the head coach. Mm-hmm. That ain't really speak to your fault with you no more because at the end of the day, when you look at it from a male point of view, how does she how does she get a damn job that a million guys wanted? Right. You know, and right. shit that puzzled me too. Favor. How did you get that job? What uh, did huh? you apply for it or did they come That's to you? Favor. I was in the school. I, I say favor ain't fair. It's never fair. I was in the school and I had on some lime green uh, <laughs> phone pauses and the lime green shirt. I can remember that day. <laughs> Uh, I was talking to the football players. I think the coach had done resigned and there was no coach and spring was coming up and everything. And I was out there with the girls doing flag football and it was so structured and the kids were catching on and the AD will walk out there. I think he saw me walking there one day and he said, Bronson, let me talk to you. And I was like, what's up? He said, oh, I need you to, uh, we got a football position open, put in your resume so we could do an interview or whatever. And I was just like, uh, Okay. Then I called some of my people. I went in there and I asked my cousin. She was like, shit, do it, girl. I was like, it don't go like that. <laughs> you got to have a staff. It's almost springtime. I follow football. Miami, I went to Miami Northwestern. We were one of the winningest high schools down here. So I follow football now. Yeah. But I knew you have to have a team with you of coaches and a, a stronger support system to do this as a female because it's already hard as a man. I done been on the inside looking out and I've been on the outside looking in. And boy, that's a 24 hour, 365 or eight days because you don't get no rest and they add an extra day. That's that the job is hard. I commend every football coach in the world, everybody. Yeah. If you're doing it right. So I mean once that happened, it's just kind of like everything just, I prayed about it and everything went in place. I always tell God, boy, you play with me on that, my dog. <laughs> 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 you play with me on that, my dog. They set you up on that one, huh? Yeah, man. You ain't tell me. It was like, you ain't tell me these boys are calling you at three in the morning if you like, Coach, I'm stuck on the beach, man. Can you help me? No, man, I never slept. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah. So you got to hear the stories about the females and their situations and all of that. I think that's what set me apart. They felt a little comfortable because 
I don't take sides like female or male type stuff. I just tell you like it is. And if I see something about to get derail that train, I'm finna pull you to the side right then and I ain't gonna wait. Wow. So, you know, they 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 love that. They still call me for stuff right now today. Oh wow. one just send me one just send me a cash app and just be like, I need laundry detergent, I need this, I need that. And I still don't want like, hi, how you doing? <laughs> So, so your first, cause you did it two years. So the first year, how many of your boys went to college? Uh, my first year, it was four that went D, no, two went D1 and I mean, major D1s and the rest of them, I had a lot of smart kids. So, you know, um, I think about six went to college, six. That's nice. That's good. That wasn't high enough for me, but I came in on that. And it's a lot of things I learned my first year. Like all the juniors had to take their SAT. So all they could do is play ball that next year. Um, Checking their grades, not every semester, but every single day. It's just so much I had to learn. My crash course was like two days. You got to get this done. This is how it go. Or you going to fail these kids. Like yeah, it, wow. it was, it was, it was something because there was literally nobody working in the school with me that was on my staff. Wow! Oh wow! Wow! That was a lot. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a lot. That was a lot. That's why I told you the crash course. Somebody could tell me, "Oh, she didn't do this. She didn't do that." I say, "You try being twelve people at one time at right. any given minute." Yeah. And y'all kiss my ass about that, boy. I, I, I worked. <laughs> And now, okay, so why were you, when you were coaching, were you still doing the the show? The show was over. It was over for like two years before that, but I was still, you know, traveling, doing promo for different things and still, you know, on the road, you know, making odds and ends. Because, boy, I tell you, if you're a Florida coach, you already know you got another hustle. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) You got a question, Kawasaka, Karen? No, go ahead. Okay. So going into your second year. Mm-hmm. Um, what you learned from your first year, what changes did you make going into your second year of coaching? Uh, the hiring process of my assistant coaches. Oh, you, you, oh, you went through some stuff then, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, after my first season, I was left with two coaches. Wow. What? So yeah, you had to rebuild. Like, after, like, after, how many, coaches, after, how many after, coaches usually do you guys do uh, football have? So you have head, assistant. Uh, you have different positions. You have the running back coach, DB coach, defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, a quarterback coach, a line coach, a D-line coach, a linebacker coach, receiver coach. You have every position pretty much. And then you have some of those who coach positions. They can also be like your coordinators or what have you. But, yeah, I started out with a pretty penny and ended up with two. But that's just the in-between that story. That one right there, y'all will figure it out one day. I'll give it to y'all, but not today. <laughs> so how was the hiring process? The hiring process? Actually, I'm going to tell you how weird I am. I take people out to eat. <laughs> Seriously. You feed them and probably drink something, and then they'll say something you don't like somewhere down the road, or they'll be, they'll be whatever. So oh. I talk to them, and then when somebody try to go against my football knowledge and tell me, certain things that they think I don't know, those are the people that pretty much going to come in and be the lemon 
to your whatever and they gonna go against whatever you got going on instead of somebody saying coach what can i do to help out or what you need me right. out doing an interview most people don't see that you can't That's have right. two people on the doggone staff trying to be the same thing it's always going to be some type of turmoil yeah. me i gave yeah. people who work for positions and names and titles and they lived up to that and i figured that out with guys like if you take a guy off a park who's great with kids who's a teacher who works rather than taking a big name out there who's going to come in and go against everything you have to say. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. wow. That's so, it. You know, so it was sweet. just young, hungry coaches. Yeah. So now your second year. Go ahead, Karen. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on sports today. You know, yeah. with COVID-19, what do you think about what's going on in the sports world? I mean, sports took a blow. 50, 57 days or 58 days of no live sports. Oh, I know. I've been counting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. April, 57 or 58 days since the last NBA game, baby. I've been counting. I've been wow. waiting to see my Miami Heat. But it's it took a toll because kids, kids really know they're going to college next year. And they usually they be prepared when they get there. With this, it done set a lot of people back. The whole recruiting process slowed up because of that, you know, so it's kind of tough. And um, I feel bad for the class of 2020. But like yeah. at the end of the day, I say everything happened for a reason. Now I teach you new purpose of certain things and it could be yeah. taken away just like that. And that's what happened, literally. So now it's another appreciation that these kids are getting out there. One day you're here and one day you're not, yeah. you know, oh, wow. so it's 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 tough, especially here because. Like I said, it's been beautiful every day. I think it rained four days the whole time we've been in quarantine. And I know they want to work out bad, but wow. got to be safe. So how yeah. do you think the return is going to be with these athletes coming back? They got to be hungry. I hope. Yeah. You got to be. Got to be. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what them probably needed this return, Huh? <laughs> What you, when you say the return from the students, other words is for the students, the students when these athletes yeah when they're coming back how do you think their mindset's gonna be do you, oh, you, mind, okay. yeah how do you think they're gonna be coming back I know their body gonna, gonna be replenished <laughs> like crazy yeah. the body yeah. gonna be replenished but at the end of the day like I said they gonna go super hard because it's a 50 50 chance of everybody's season getting cut short you know yeah. right now they'll be hard into practice right now. Right. You know, springs have been uh, ended and everything, and you'll know exactly what position you plan or if you're starting or not or what competition mm -hmm. you got to worry about the next year. They don't know nothing. Yeah, and it's even true. worse for the coaches. Yeah, that's true. Now, what's your school that you were coaching at a, a 6A or? Yes. Um, Miami Jackson was the school. Wow. Okay. So now after your second year, where did you transition to? next um after my second year i stayed there for the rest of school year and made sure those kids got in school 18 kids got in school that year by the way congratulations <laughs> on that yeah. wow oh so just just change it baby let's do it um but 18 got in school and um i transitioned to miami central when i got there i didn't want to do anything they already had a great tradition over there you know winning state Back to back, they had the all NFL players that came up out of there, and I thought I was going there to hide. Actually, <laughs> okay, wait, really? Okay, yes. you really thought you was going to go hide? 
Yes, because you know, I work when I work when they tell you to come and you go or whatever. Um, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna go over here. Now nobody gonna know I'm over there. People still <laughs> thought I was at the other school. That's just how much I was hiding. They didn't know where I was. I was back there with the little ESC kids having a great time, laughing, you know, just having a, you know, but then um, they got me to coach flag football. And I caught a bunch of cheerleaders, <laughs> volleyball players, people who knew nothing about flag football, and, and made coach. a team. They wow. are awesome. They are awesome. Now, wow. you know, I heard that um, that there is like a league now for flag football, and they, you know, they are traveling, and they are making a – it's like thousands of dollars these teams can win – with flag football, it's, it's becoming a really huge sport. Yes, they just um, added into college. They're starting in NAIA for the 2021 school year. And you know why I'm excited? Because these girls only, if you, this is how you get to school in Miami. You're fast. Or you can shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have a little bit of volleyball players, a little bit of sprinkle here, sprinkle there. That's predominantly like white kids usually get the good scholarships in volleyball or, or softball. But oh, now, yeah, yeah. It's you're changed. talking about bringing flag football in and it's a new sport. It, Nike jumping all over it. They love flag football and just supporting the girls and everything like that. And it's been... Even with the Super Bowl been down, there has been a lot of flag football going on down here. So let me ask you this question. <clears throat> I know you you mentioned the NAIA girls is looking to do it in college now. Is that correct uh, for flag football? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Mm-hmm. So like about a couple months ago, we had um, a professional female football player play tackle. Is that something <laughs> you ever thought about coaching? I played. Oh, you did? I played. Oh, you played? Yeah. Well, I played for the Miami Fury. Oh shucks! Hold on. Let me let me take you down the line. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I played um <laughs> left tackle. I played defensive end. I played a little linebacker. I played a little fullback. Uh, I could kick when the kicker ain't there. So it, I was pretty much everywhere. Yeah, I just that was therapy, man. I'm, I'm a little crazy. Y'all know women bipolar, and I'm like tripolar. <laughs> so <laughs> wait, wait, what's tripolar? <laughs> It's like at any moment in time, I'm gonna sit in a business. I'm gonna sit in a business meeting, and I'm gonna I'm gonna act business like. Yes. I'm gonna sit in my class. I'm gonna act teacher like. Yes. You ain't the ass. I'm gonna act ass like. Wait, listen, y'all. You telling the truth? Cause I just seen you on that show a million like, times. Like um, it's it's kind of like a, what they say: the hate you give or the energy you give. I'm strong right. on energy. I'm gonna give Lisa. you what you give me. She telling the truth because I've seen a couple. You've been real cool, like on the show. You'd be like, "Okay, yeah. I'm coming to get your car. You didn't pay that, mm-hmm. right?" They get and in your face, whoa, whoa, whoa! Before you know it, it's like you go from zero to ninety nine, like, and I'll be cracking <laughs> up laughing, like, yeah, real quick because you don't disrespect. First of all, oh man, don't disrespect me. If I don't disrespect you, don't disrespect me. That's just like That's spitting right, in my coach. face, boy. I'm telling you. Don't That's do right. it. That, don't oh, do man. it. Don't do it. So now, is that something, again, is that something you would consider doing, like going to coach professional women's football? Man, my bag already packed. 
what is it? Cut. Um, listen, listen, time out. I gotta go. Listen, they be building and 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 changing and the coach women profession. I don't think it's really established like that no more. It's just getting established again this year. Yeah, yeah. where they actually getting contracts. Then I used to play. I used to bust heads up for the frisky. Like <laughs> show up and knock your helmet off. She said for the free. Yeah, because there's a there's a female that got a million dollar deal. Well, um, yeah, yeah. And, and the sad part is, if I go out there and get in shape, I bust their head again for the meal. Oh, oh. wait, I'm gonna wait cry. A You're gonna be hitting me. I'm, I'm a girl, <laughs> I'm telling you, they know about me. Just call anybody, any one of them, the Harolds, all that number ninety nine for the Miami Fury. They retired my jersey. They don't want none of that. They don't what? want no more of that. Okay, I well. Love it. I oh, love it. I'll, I'll get in shape. Bust yeah. head for the meal. Bust for the meal. Now, you rather play or would you rather coach? And that, my bones ain't like they used to be, man. <laughs> I might hit somebody and they feel like they hitting me. So, uh, yeah, I coach. I got, I got, let's give it up to the younger people. Y'all, y'all have that right yeah. now. Yeah. Y'all get hurt. Y'all are heal in a couple months. We, well, wait a minute. we, we got a girl. Here well, how old was she, Karen? 50, 40? What was she? The girl that we interviewed. Uh Tracy, she's like no, she's like 46 or something like that. She's up there. No, she, was mm -hmm. she? Yeah. yeah. She she's still playing. She's still playing. Yeah, good years. for you. I ain't doing it. <laughs> I, I, I won't. Nope. Nope. Okay, so you're no, rather I just, yeah, yeah. I want to be well, hey, listen, when I get 50, I want to be walking regular, talking <laughs> regular, everything regular. I don't want to have no limp, no nothing. <laughs> no limp, no skip, no no, no nothing. nothing. No, no nothing. All her I had my time. All I always teeth. say I had my time. Yeah, I need all my teeth and everything. And all her hair. Skip, limp, or nothing. I listen. I told you I don't care about the hair. Just give me the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> my hair pretty long. I put it up for y'all tonight, though. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I mean, wow. Real Football. Yeah. It's passionate. So you yeah. coach basketball, boys and mm -hmm. girls. Girls. I coach boys at a park and they are so interesting. Then I coach girls in high school. I was a I was a high school basketball coach as well. And how was that? You know, I played basketball in college. I played um I played four years at Tennessee State. Um started, oh. you know. I, I was a defensive dog. You, everything with me is so defensive. Damn. <laughs> yeah, you think I'm telling you. Oh, God. Yeah, but um, coaching <laughs> basketball was, it was like everything that I've coached was like second nature. Like I told you, I, all my friends will tell you, they on there, look at their own little live comments. I'm just trying I to go the hell out there. I'm I, you. Um, I don't go to fans, they friends. Okay. Everybody. But you know why? You know why I say that? And why? I say that for real, because without them, it won't be no me. Yeah. yeah. So, and a lot, and I think a lot of people don't understand that I've been the same since day one, before Southeast Cold, doing, after, and people look at me and I'd be like, you know what? If I would have been an asshole like some of y'all, I probably would have been a millionaire, but that, that ain't in my system. Wow. You know, but wow. it is what it is. And they probably gonna say, yep, you say that all the time. Nah, I can't <laughs> do it. Um, wow. I'm, I like to do what I do. I sit on my porch, invite my friends over, have a couple of drinks. We really like to like laugh and talk about life. Just enjoy life. Yeah. 
Wow. All that wow. other stuff, it's too much. I could never I would never want to be where I can't go outside and do regular stuff. Right. right. So, you know. So, so what was your prep talk to your young men um before you would go out to, to a game? Take us through a prep talk. A prep talk, it depends on who we playing. I mean, we had a tough schedule. We played all the number one teams. Got our ass roasted that first year. The only team we probably beat was we beat was the top five team was Booger Team. Um, just talking to the guys before the game, it was pretty much we prepared for this all week long. Just you tell them, just go out there and do what you know. You you already got the world against me. Everybody hate me. So you gonna go out there? You gonna have to fight a little harder because sometimes it ain't gonna be you out there. They gonna be refing or doing whatever just to beat me. So they gonna send their best. Nobody wants to lose against me. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? I had yeah. to put that in the guy's oh, head. Like wow. it ain't all about. We could say that it's personal. Yes, it's personal. And yeah. I try to tell the guys, hmm. I don't make it personal. I have to get y'all prepared because y'all not only fighting against the guys on the team. Y'all definitely fighting against every guy on that sideline don't want to get their ass told by Bernice. You got that ass told up. That's what they used to say. Oh, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> that Miami right there. Yeah. They don't they don't want none of that. So oh, wow. trust me, it, it was tough. But the guys, like I say, transparency and just getting them together and everything like that. And that first year was crazy because cameras was everywhere and uh they they thought they was freaking movie stars, man. Oh wow! Oh, wow. So oh, ever wow. for that first year, you had at all the games. So now the guys that went off to college, did you did did you ever go to any of their college games? Um, I went to two. I went to one that I got one that played for Florida, um, right now, and I got one that played for Connecticut. They played in Orlando this year. I didn't. I couldn't go, but I I was on live. I was you know watching them, but the people who play down here or play for the smaller schools that's closer to home, I go watch them play. Well, that's, wow. I'll tell you. You got a question, Karen? Yeah, uh, I just, uh, I just, it just rolled off my head, but um, anyway, <laughs> I um, man, uh, it just skipped my head. <laughs> it just skipped my head, but anyway. It's okay. <laughs> um, back to so did you like uh have brothers and sisters? How did you even yeah. get into sports? I mean, uh was it something that did somebody put a ball in your hand when you were born? I mean, how did you actually get into sports? I mean, did they I mean, cuz usually you dress with girls and and little dresses and so how did you go into sports? As um, much as you you are in it. Well, I'm gonna tell you number one, back then it wasn't none of this. Oh. Yeah. And back then, number two, who wanted to go straight home after school? It was fun to be outside. Yeah, it I, was. I, all of my all of my friends, like just growing up in the projects. First, you know, I think if you stayed in one project, you stayed in a mall in Miami. Um, wow. But just growing up, the most of the athletes we played in the street. We played ball. We played football. We played basketball. We played tag. You played everything. And when I got to high school. When I well, let me back it up. When I got to middle school, all the people that I had something in common played sports. Mm. I met my best friend in middle school. We still friends now. She hated me when we first met, but 
we all played. We joined the basketball team. Then we played softball. Then we did the track team. When we got to high mm-hmm. school, we did volleyball, softball, track, basketball. Wow. I even played badminton. I did not want to go to class. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, um, we all just hung together. It was like a culture. And back then, girls playing sports was looked at to as gods, especially here. If you good back then, we was gangster. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. We were good. We used to ride bikes from our house about 20 miles to a gym to play basketball. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It kept you out, but it kept you out. Sports kept you out of trouble. You know, I yeah, played every sports in high school. I mean, I even did cheerleading and dance, but my favorite one was softball. Softball yeah. and volleyball were my two favorite. I did play basketball, liked it. I was good, but it was just something about softball and volleyball that I really liked. But it kept you out of trouble, you know? Yeah. And like you said, you love to go outside, you know? Mm-hmm. You, now you got to make these kids. You got to go get me Man. your phone and get out my house. You Man, know? Come on, this is too hot. I'm like, you stay in Florida, man. You stay in Miami. It's hot every day, even on December 25th. <laughs> right, right. Shit. So, college, uh, Tennessee. Now, for a person that did not like to go to school, right? Hey, listen, I had a three point eight GPA. What? What? Go I ahead. The SAT, my first time in high school, and I took it in the tenth grade. You better don't go let, ahead. Don't let this fool you, because I was a little. Uh, I just Nerd. it was the fact that I think I kind of got bored, but. I, I I like school. We ranked all day, but I finished my work and went back to ranking and tried to get out of class. So did you get a scholarship to Tennessee for? Yes. Oh, wow. I got wow. a scholarship. Okay. Okay. So look at that. Um, Go ahead, Karen. So um, um, I was wondering, um, uh, with, did you deal with any mental illness with, with your uh, football players? And so we've been talking about on the <sighs> show about identity how sometimes sports become our kids identity so by you being a coach uh uh, uh playing the sports how can parents keep sports from becoming their kids identity oh man some parents just think that's the only way out so they treat it like that yeah you got some parents who know that education is first and if you so happen to make it in that sport then you're good but i mean the other side winning you know these kids are pushed they don't have no vacations they don't have no break they go from the football regular season seven on sevens yeah playing in the summer training year-round that's why you don't see the expectancy of a football player long last long how people used to be really older and playing in the football league, that that's 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 shrunk because they right now it's like the training and the rigorous stuff that they're doing now. That body is already when these kids ten, y'all look a butchy. This little guy work out like he in the NFL already. Yes, <laughs> yes. Wow. So I mean, I, mean, I just think the parents number one are going to push their kids if they see some potential or something special in them. But I just think it's a time where the kids need to reflect on life and just 
take time off and just do other things and always, you know, keep them keep them on something else, like mentally, like the Bible and stuff like that. Have them read and catching up on stuff because a lot of people have mental problems is because they only know one thing. And when that one thing gets too hard, it's hard to break out that box. And when you still yeah. in that box and you going that well, hey, man, listen, you can ask a person who sit there and crying don't know why you still in that box. Get out, baby. Wow. wow. And so these are the kind of conversations you would have with your guys and your yeah, female. I mean, just well. anybody, period. Like just talking to them, you got to break out of the box. You know, some kids go, I had two kids to die on me, get killed by gun violence, like two weeks apart, three weeks apart during the season. Wow. That wow. kind of like broke me down. And yeah, but it did. And it, it, the reason it broke me down is because these I don't have kids. They are my kids. Mm-hmm. You understand? And these kids are not being kids out there. They they have to do extra stuff to support and still try to, because they think this this NFL is the only way out. And then they go out there and they try and do stuff to support the family or just be around people. And I lost two and that told, when I say it told me down, it's like going from one funeral, we had just won a game kid go take a shower, sit on the porch, talk to his homeboys, and somebody mistake his identity and, and kill him on the porch. Aww. And then, you know, another one going to, going to church, sitting in the car, somebody drive by, and you want somebody car, and boom, 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 there you go. And I, I just say every day is we, we got we to gotta do something about it. And and when I talk to the guys and, and they say where they stand, I used to have to take some kids home and they'll be like, Coach, I can't walk that way. I can't go that way. You have to drop me off here or drop me off there. That's real. Y'all think that shit be on TV. That's real every day. Wow. It's real. And wow. you have wow. to be, how can I say it? I can't say numb because we all have feelings. And me, um, I'm a water bag when it comes to black on black crimes or violence or anything like that. I get so upset. And with those kids and you look at the parents and you hate to say certain things like no wonder you know like their environment or what they have to go through but as coaches like I always tell them you're a mentor you're a mama you're a daddy you're uh, if you gotta be a baby mama and talk some sense to them you gotta be everything that they need as a coach in order to get through to some of these kids, they'll appreciate it. You don't have to, they'll come back. Trust me. Wow. The good coaches, the kids always show their appreciation. So basically you just walked us to the journey of what coaches really, you know, what they really go through, hmm. you know, because you, you, <clears throat> I'm the type, I'm very supportive of, of my coaches for my children. Um, you see parents that, you know, like she said, why didn't you put my kid in? You know, if you bench my kid, I'll tell you, thank you. Because it's something that they've done and they need to figure out how to get off, get off the bench. You know what I mean? Consequences. So whether, it, whether they were lagging in practice or mm -hmm. didn't get their work done. It's like, if you're on the bench, it's something you did. You need to figure out how to get off. So I'm very supportive of the coaches. You do see a lot of parents who cuss out the coaches and who go off. But we don't realize how um, these coaches really do get attached to these children. You know? Listen, um, you... The coaches get attached, but what the parents need to realize, and that's why I had that rule, 
You don't get on the field. We put the best 11 on the field, the people that work the hardest. I don't even say the best 11. What I mean is every week should be a tryout when you put those kids in. Right. You know, like these kids have to come and compete. You have to. That's the number one word. Compete. Yes. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Ain't nothing is ain't nothing free. You have to compete. Yeah. And that's what every sport. You can't just go out there and say, oh, little Johnny was good at this school. I'm going to take him to this school. He's going to start there. No, man. It doesn't go like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And parents got to understand that. If you don't teach your child to compete, they're going to be living with you for the rest of their life trying to not go through nothing. <laughs> right. It, it, it's, um, yeah. Because you, like I said, you, it's, it's every day that you go, it's it, but it's like a job. Right. So yeah. every day that you go, you still got to stay mm. on your toes because somebody's yeah. trying to, somebody just got hired and they want, especially if you're climbing the ladder. Right. So if mm. you got a, a vice president position or executive position or a manager's position, there's somebody always wants your position. So you yep. have to stay sharp in, you know, what's going on in the company, the new rules, everything, because somebody's just graduated a little more sharper than you. Mm-hmm. And, and they ready for your position. So it's just even in a company, you have to stay, you know, always one step ahead. So even with these athletes, it's like, all right, somebody want my position today. So, you know, somebody want to start this next game. So I got to stay one step ahead, you know, and, and what I do. So now let me ask you this. I know you're going to be honest, right? <laughs> oh, what is the nicest thing you have said to her? <laughs> <laughs> what is the nicest thing you have said to a ref? What is the nicest thing I've said to a ref? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> the nicest? You, you, you. Hello? <laughs> 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 the nicest. The nicest. Can y'all hear me? How you doing? Good, yeah. good luck. See, the, <laughs> last, the last coach said that. Great game. He said the nicest yeah, thing he said good, to a ref. That's it. Game. Yeah. I was like, really? Oh, yeah, God. that's it. Cause okay. man, listen, that's it. That's it. No, no, mm-hmm. no. Great. No, thanks for no. She said, nah. Just shake. <laughs> y'all coaches are funny when it comes to these refs, boy. I tell you what. You're gonna have to have a coach ref on the show. Them too. You better. You better. I know. You better I know. You know what they got going on. I yeah. know you guys are. You jumping, screaming on the sideline, and you know. Getting in the faces and I be cracking up, like throwing off headsets. I'm like, oh my God, they really having a moment. They used, they used to just tell me to shut up. <laughs> they <laughs> were so rude because it, it's kind of like I was, I started out nice. Like, coach, let me talk to you. Like, let me talk to you for a minute. That shit ain't getting no respect. <laughs> wow. You ever got kicked out of the game? Have you ever got kicked out? Game? No, but they should have because I wanted to kick their ass out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let me tell. Hey, why? Let me hold that for a minute. Hey, and that man hit me with the. Oh my gosh! Oh no, you bitch, you don't try me. Oh, oh man. my gosh! But I figure like you had to get on they level right now, cause when they be in the game, they think they is Obama, the president. They run the state. They run the everything. You mean the refs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They dictate whatever, man. So you just either got to cuss their ass out. <laughs> coaches with a 10-year get a little more love. But me, I was a rook. They treated me just like that. I might have well carry their damn whistle and put it in their mouth and blow it. 
Oh my God! You oh I oh that would have been a sight to see that game. Oh my goodness! So how last last couple questions? Have you ever had to bench one of your guys? Yes. You know why? Wow. It always be the good kids or the kids that they they too much. I, I remember, I'm a, and I'm gonna be off of football. It's just gonna be off base. It's not on football. I remember I put all the seniors off my basketball team, and we was winning, and all of them came back because they didn't want to follow the program. They didn't want me, you know. They didn't want to do what we said because they figured, you know, they knew more than us. So we just coached some girls up that were freshmen and winning, and then they all came back. And that's the same thing with kids. You bench them. I bench kids for stuff like not for anything that would happen in college or would get them ready for college. And that's all we doing. I swear that's all we doing. Yeah, you can't late the study hall. You can't miss meals. You can't miss unless you call a coach and have a reason. Certain Definitely. things you just have to do because everything in life has a consequence. And if you let them get away with it now, all you doing is sending them to another coach to be disobedient. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's good. It, you know, I get from you that you were building a program. It was more, it wasn't about just winning. You were building a program and that was making sure education kids, you know, get what they need in order to go to the next level. That's the only reason I made the decision to coach. Because when that coach left, the kids were complaining about not getting in school. And we ain't got no coach. Who the coach is going to talk to? They don't know nothing about us. We ain't got our... I, my whole thing is we losing too many black men to the street. We losing too many people to the street, period. And that's in every community. But I focus on mine. So just thinking about it, losing those kids to the street when I could tell them simple stuff like, you know, you ain't got to have no... Should I put this game out there? You don't have to have no game film, guys. Is Division Three NIA? They looking for athletes every day. But if you got some grades, I bet you a coach will coach you. Yeah, yeah. I think what happens is we're, we're we keep trying to shoot the kids to a Division One, and and we make it look like Division Two or Division Three or JUCO mm -hmm. is like you know that's low, and and I don't like that. You know, and so you have all these kids trying to get to a Division One school, and and so it's like we got to look, go to college, huh? No, and I say I keep throwing on my phone when you talk about these kids and everything. Everything have to be on what social yeah. media. Yeah, yeah, we gotta we gotta let them know. Just it's it's about the education. That's the one mm -hmm. thing that I said about my oldest before he went to professional. I was like, listen, you know, you got to have a backup plan. You know, football is not forever. What? And he had to get his degree before he could go. So it's like, what are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? And and so we've had those conversations. And my second oldest had to go to a JUCO. And he loved it. He went to Utah. And he's like, and he made the best of friends. And he's like, I'm willing to work my way to where I need to be. So it's like, you know, don't always look at, I've got to have a division one and you shoot everybody off because your favor may be in a division three. Your door mm -hmm. might be in a division two, but you, if your eyes is just here and if, if parents put that in their head, like if you're just division one, if they don't reach it, then they get disappointed and then they feel like they failed, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, don't, don't keep pushing them this way. Just say, here's all the opportunities. Look at all the colleges from one on down the JUCO, you know what I'm saying? And just, and wherever you go, I always tell my kids, 
leave your mark on the field. I don't care if you JUCO, Division One, Division Two. When you and get off that field, about. you let make sure your signature is on that field. When you get off that court, you make sure your signature is on that court. That's how I look at it, you know. So I always tell them, I say, listen, it ain't. First of all, you're going for a free education if you get a scholarship. That's right. You get this scholarship, you get this free education. And if you want to play football, I don't care if you plan at any division level or whatever, just be the best. That's right. At where you at and somebody going to see you. They're going to see you. They're going to hear about you. They're going to see you. Let your work on the field talk for you. That's right. Stop thinking that if you go to D. I, still, I, I tell the kids every day, I say, how many D1 players you know didn't make it to school? Right. You know, you got to make sure that they understand that no matter what division you go to or level you go to, just do your best. And have, I mean, ultimately, a lot of people want to go. But then some kids get in college and figure out, man, this shit ain't for me. That's right. They don't they don't want to they don't want to play. They're like, or, like, uh, like oh, we got to go to practice two times a day. We got to study all these niggas want to tell me to come in. I can't party. <laughs> and see, those are the ones. There you go. Them <laughs> are the ones that one plan yeah. playing football, one plan yeah. going to the NFL. That's so right. They, they use it as a scholar. And go I, to the next. Yeah. Look, I'm close to the screen. Use I'm it as a vehicle. School. Like in high school, yeah. it's like yeah. you're going to play a sport. Use it as a vehicle to get a free ride, right? Go to college. Right. You don't, nobody said you got to be a professional. Nobody yeah. said you. That's if you want to, that's your choice. But if you use it as a vehicle to get a free education, listen, you can't ask for, you know what I mean? A free education. Do you know how much college is now? Let me tell you about this one kid I had. He he turned down a lot of offers because he said, Coach, I want to accept the offer to the school that got the best engineering program. Oh, come mm. on here. Look at him. Wow. <laughs> said, what? He said, yeah. He said, I want them to pay for that. He did it. Wow. And I told him how to get extra scholarships, write these letters, go online, get these scholarships. I had one he could have had. He could have got a um, football scholarship, but the one school he wanted to go to didn't offer him. That boy had over $200,000 worth of scholarship money. Wow. Guess what you need to go to? Whichever one you want. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's not all about sports. You just got to teach them to expand and know how to use their talents and their gifts to actually get what they need and what they want. Once there you, you go. That, you just let them go. Like, I don't That's I don't hoard them. Like, you know how male coaches, they want to follow the kids that they know good and follow them there and do this and do that and still do that. Nah, when you need me, I'm here. I'm not going right. to do all that because I don't want you to ever think that what I did, you owe me anything. I like wow. that. All like you that. owe me is a degree. And your mama to know that you was in good hands and you, 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 you good now. That's right. That motherly like instinct. That. Like you just gotta let them go. These yeah. kids gonna come back and take care of you if they want to. If they want, if to. they want to, that's right. Yeah. There it is, right there. If they, they want do, to, yeah. they don't owe you nothing. That's right. right. These kids know who is there. They do. In the end, they <laughs> do. They in the end, they do. They know who's there. Yeah. yeah. In the end, they do. And 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 you see it when you watch ESPN and the C yeah. the stories. They say, you know, I want to give a shout so out funny. to my coach. Yeah. You know, in, in ninth grade, he was there for me when I was going through this. And mm -hmm. so they do. They they remember who was there when you were going, when they were going through. So yeah. As coaches, we got to change the narrative. You want people not to always, when you look at black athletes who good, to have a sad story. I grew up in a 
projects. Right. My mama was on crack. And we finally oh, no, that. good. I had my mom, I had my daddy, I had a good GPA. Right. I went to this, I went to that. My coaches was good. This was that. I mean, you're well, gonna go through little things that's minor. But right. some of these parents be sticking in there, man. Like the, but let's that, glorify but that. Y'all, that's not them. It's the it's the media. And, and no way in hell. You can tell uh, them. You can those, tell them. Yeah. And that's but not my story. That's right. Who? No, that's I'm right. What? You can tell who. You can tell like the people who doing the interview. I won't do no interview if you say anything negative. You can tell them. People can do it outside. You can oh, decline. Oh, okay. You yeah, can that tell them. That's not my story, bro. Yeah. Well, so why did it make you look better? Yeah, but the student athlete is the one that told the story, right? Yeah, but what don't. That's not my. Do? That's not the story. I won't. That's, that's right. not it. That's right. People don't know that they have the last say so or how their legacy is gone and what they name and how people say people don't say negative stuff. It's always gonna happen. But if you interviewing right. me, you're gonna say what right. the hell I told you. Well, and that's, that's not my I, story. That's See, right. I was thinking that the media they do they following these boys. When it's draft when draft coming up and all of that, they are following them. Uh -uh. They want to know uh -huh. their story from when they was little kids. And so they are already uh, trying to figure out what the story is way before they go to the draft. See, this was already planned. But so they do. Saying, like, but they, that's what know, I'm saying. So like, we got to understand that we got to teach our young men that we can go, tell yeah. them what not and what right. they will not accept. Like, can right. you leave my mama out of this? That's right. right. Okay. Like, my mama that's was right. a crackhead. Can you leave her out of this? That's right. right. Now, did y'all see that at the draft? There was a kid that was drafted, and he had mm -hmm. on there that his mama was 16 years of being uh, a drug addict. And so mm -hmm. there, it blew up on about. Twitter or yeah. something and saying, Why do y'all. Yeah, I tell you this, and I tell you to say that, or if you come at me, you can ask just like certain people, they, okay, what you talking about? What we doing? What we right. here? What we there? Right. I never looked at nothing y'all sent me because I'm I'm gonna say what I can say. I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna tell you, and that's it. Mm. Because I don't really have anything to hide except you know certain things I'm doing. I couldn't disclose, but at the end of the day, that's right. it is what it is, I, and these kids need stories. to know that they have the rights and they have the authority to say whatever, let it come out and it'll come out somewhere else. But that's not how I want you to portray me on the draft. Yes, I, and right. I do. I don't like it's, 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 it's frustrating because especially as mm -hmm. African-American men and, and when we, well, I haven't really seen it on the female side. Right. But it's always on the male side. And it's like, yeah. it's this drag out. I've been through, we, my mom was on drug. My daddy was this. And it's like, why, why do we always have to tell? Like you said, you don't have to tell that story. Mm -hmm. Why, why is it always like that? You know what Trauma I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, I mean, <laughs> we move off of, off of compassion. We move off of a sad story. I don't, I don't understand but, why. But, but it looks, but, but when you look you at it, it's like, journey. It's like saying, oh, they deserve this because of what they went through, right? No, yeah. but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We got testimonies, too. So right. it's two ways. It's two sides But it's, it's a way to do I it, did though. Not like, I did not like that his mom was put on there, you know, that he, she went, she was a crackhead. Like right. that, that was, that, to me, that was a low blow. blow. Right, ESPN, but this seemed like the, the more the, the, the juicy the story is, it's gonna get them where they want to go, like to make them feel more attention, 
Right. The 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 world. The, the struggle. Say, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, but there's testimonies <laughs> now. Don't don't forget about that because you know we. It's a way you like, got to tell the testimony. Like you said, yeah. Coach B. Like yeah. you said, is that's not the platform. Right. Mm -hmm. Unless. You're I, let me tell my story. That's right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a ministry in, in in this. So, but yeah, I I mean it's just it's, it's if, mind boggling because I've seen that. My mama was on. If you bed, see these kids in a room one on one and they decide to just tell you that, let them tell it. Let them let tell them, that's let right. them, you know, I think they went make their own story. I think they went Just like when they call, uh, who they call? Joshua Slavinsky. His father was in the Navy for four years and he was a gold right. medalist. Well, hell, right. my, <laughs> father right. was, my father ran track. He ran Come up and down on. 61st Street trying to probably right. do whatever he had to do to, su to survive. You're but right. you ain't going right. to tell that story. Right, 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 right. And y'all better go on on with that. Yeah, so it's like on our end, our color, it got to be something always negative. We came from a negative, yeah. which is That's the most right. cases we did, we have, or whatever. But the way they put the emphasis on it, you know, doing them. And, and he told the story now, y'all. He did. Mm -hmm. He told the story, and I hate that because I feel like he will. He, I don't think he's embarrassed, but then it's almost like I got to have a good, juicy story if I'm going to make it to NFL. I mean, NFL, if you feel like that, it. that's what built you or that's what made you who you are today. Right. Some people just tell that story because of that. But I could tell you one thing. I'm going to tell you my story. My mama got in my ass and she'll beat it anywhere, dis disrespect anything or anybody until I got to where I needed to be in life. She yeah, probably still yeah. thinks she could beat me, child. Oh, Lord. Yeah. 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 See, that's, I'm, that's I'm, I'm like that. that. Yeah, I can understand that. That's what we did. Yeah. You know, we, you're going to get it. You're going to mm -hmm. yeah. You're not going to fall short like I did. You can't do it now, boy. Yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> so these stories is, wow. I mean, yeah. everybody just got a different story, period. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that you have the right to tell it the way you want to tell it. That they don't you have do. a right to tell it like they tell it. You know what I'm saying? If 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 you want them to know, if you want them to know something, then you tell it. You know what I'm saying? Not not them tell it. So I, I like that because it it gets right. frustrating when you go to the draft or watch this and mm -hmm. ESPN, and then they take you on this journey of the 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 person, and then they got to take you all through the you know. Some of them I've seen take you to the crack house where they were, and they take you to all of this, and it's like, why, why, why? But, you know, but that's like, once you get to that about. point, that's not the reason I'm getting drafted. I'm getting drafted because I'm talented. That's that. There it is. Now, that's, if I want to tell my story after this, that let's go, let's do this. But like somebody said, they dig up anything you don't tell anyway. It's just like uh everything else. But let you be that. Let you do that. But give me my opportunity to tell it. That's all right. Let's do it. At least you're going to get paid. Like I say, get paid for your story, bro. Yeah. Everybody else is. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's so. right. All right. Well, this, go ahead, Karen. Uh, I was just going to uh, ask Coach B, what are you doing now? What's going What is uh, Coach B doing now? Well, um, I'm working on some things um, in the next year. You know, the, this this COVID-19 slowed everybody down. And you know it's a good thing. I've never had a vacation this long. <laughs> man. Coach B. Man, I'm working from home. 
My skin pretty. Me too, but that's still vacation. I ain't got to wake up. Listen, I don't want to stand up and be like the Wayans brother. You might see more ass than he had. But that's all I'm saying. My skin looks good. Oh, look at it. But yeah, I mean, rest, work, this this laptop, and just, just grateful, man. That's all. Right. Just grateful to be able to still support my family and everything with nothing going on. Yeah. That's all. Yes, wow. so, so do you have plans on doing another reality show? No. <laughs> you know why? Ugh. You know why? Because I think right now I'm at a point where like I said, I leave everything to everything. If it can't be something that I really am passionate about, mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. Like, I'm not working in no toe, and everybody want that back. I understand. I mean, all my co-stars are still there. Like, I think um, they still working, except Jerome. He drives trucks. Everybody done did their own thing, and just to try to do this again or bring it back, uh, just send us on a trip and see how we act together or something like that. You know, I don't know. I'm like, well, that's a reality show. Coaching? Coaching? Mm Mm-hmm. Man, this definitely got to be HBO because you're going to hear so many bleep, 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 And then you're going to hear these amazing speeches. You got to get these kids. Bleep, bleep, bleep. But I think that's a little bit what it's not that I don't think I don't use profanity. I'm more of a I illustrate stuff. And then when I'm coaching, certain things slip out that don't mean to slip <laughs> oh, out. out. Coach, it slipped. Yeah, yeah. you're teaching. You're teaching. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, I'm so passionate though. I hate are, the rules. That's how coaches are. Yeah, I mean, that's how they are. I've I've heard them. I'm like, oh my god. Listen, yeah, so I tell the kids, I say, I hate losing more than I love winning, man. So y'all know I take it hard, man. I get home and. I'd shake something up and sit down and take a drink or something like that. And I'd be looking around, like trying to figure out what I did wrong. Cause obviously I always blame myself. Hmm. Cause you, uh, like right now I'm working with girls flag football. And if you don't teach them, they don't know it. Wow. It's not like the guys, like they've been playing all their life. These girls is it's new. They don't know it. So if I ain't teach them, I lost that game. And then I come back that next game and they'll be like, look at you. And then it's finally starting to kick in. And that's what I love about coaching. Once you, these kids start picking up your personality, they start acting like you, talking like you, doing all that. Hey, man, I love it. A bunch of me's. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they be out there. T- I asked my son. They were in high school. I said, Jordan, I said, um, you be out there cussing? He looked at me. He said they be cussing at me. I'll be cussing at them. I said, oh my God, my child. I, I just think it's emotions, man. And then I asked my daughter. She was a, she was a, she's a junior now. And she was a freshman. I said, Jay, I said, you be out there cussing? She said, they be making me mad. They be cussing at me. I'll be cussing. Oh my God, my daughter on the court cussing. I said, oh Lord, help us all. Help us all. It's funny. It was one kid that didn't cuss. And it was so funny because I tried not to. And it was like, he'll teach me like my, my, my uh, God daddy. He don't cuss. Instead of certain thing, he teach me how to like say other words, and it'd be so funny to the kids when I try to say other words instead of the cuss word. Like, yo, you know what? This child messed up. Instead of me saying this, shit, you know, I just be, oh my god, it'd be so crazy because that hurt more than just letting it run off your tongue. You oh my clipboard? goodness! Have you thrown your clipboard? Clipboard? 
Man, I think I done broke glasses. Because um, you know what? It used to be night, but when you out there with all them big lights, because we played in the Mecca. And if you know, anybody from Miami, they know what the Mecca is. Boy, them lights is bright, baby. So when you got them lights on out there and these shades on and your arms crossed out there, like, best feeling in the world. And I hate to break my glasses because I don't know how I do it. <laughs> i tell you That's what. All right, so before we go, who is your favorite player on the Miami Dolphins? <sighs> Damn. We done <laughs> got rid of so many people this year. That's so unfair. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, what about that? It's Alabama? so unfair. Nobody. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, what's the name who come from the crib? What's the receiver name? Oh, Alan, man, I forgot. Alan Hearns. No, who played for Dallas? He played, he came from my, uh, he from Miami. Oh. Somebody tell me, y'all down now. He, he y'all top receiver. What y'all mean? Who? Oh, you oh, um, I, I don't follow Cowboys. I, oh, me I neither. Right oh, I, shoot. I'm, think, I'm thinking about Dez Bryant. That's how I nah, think about Girl, you know Dez Bryant been gone. You know TV <laughs> must be broke. <laughs> <laughs> we need to on this one because she can probably tell us who we, who uh, she's talking about. Oh, shoot. His name is on my tongue. Uh, Alamari, no. Cooper, Cooper. There he is. There I'm about to call him wrong. I didn't want to call him nothing wrong, but there it is. Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. That's the best one I like from Dallas. From Miami, it's a team effort for us. We stuck so bad at the beginning to, I, I don't know, we just got rid of everybody I was liking. And then if you don't want to be a part of the team, and I feel a coach. So my best player on the Dolphins That's team, right. probably the coach, because he's trying to change the, the field, the vibe. He's trying to change the culture. So I'm just going to go with the coach for now until they prove me wrong. Because oh, I don't yeah. know, man. We just got a whole bunch of new people. And yeah, I'm excited got, got to see Alan this quarterback. Yeah. 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 We lost a lot of people last year. Wow. I keep yeah. telling people it's hard to be in Miami because we had a losing culture for a couple years. A lot. And as a player, you hate to lose. Even though you get paid to win games, mm -hmm. that, yeah. that environment is toxic. You got to change it. You got to put winners in the locker room. So hopefully this year... When you say Miami, you say Super Bowl. I'm ready. You ready? You going? Yeah. Yeah. I rolled by that issue. <laughs> them tickets was high as hell. Man, I'm cheap. No, I, you know, actually, I worked the whole weekend when it was down here. My mm -hmm. girls played in every Super Bowl experience tournament. They did everything. Wow. They met Sierra. They met her husband. They wow. were excited. Wow. So that was a good time. I mean, just doing things they haven't done before. Okay. Well, all right. Well, this was a great show. I, I'm so excited that you came on and shared some things because, like I said, you opened our eyes to, um, we kind of knew, but just to hear how you express what you guys go through as coaches was like, you know, coaches, we got to give the, you know, our hats off to them. They go through a lot. And and not only coaching, you know, football, basketball, track, whatever, but then got to go home and be a dad to their children and a husband to their, to their wives. So they, they go through a lot. And so we got to cut parents. We got to cut them a lot, a little slack, yelling at them, getting mad at them. Why aren't you playing with kid? And, you know, you got to, 
think about put yourself in that position. How would you handle it? You know, and then like she said, she went through losing. Um, she's not the first or the last, but went through losing two of her players. And so you, now you got to deal with that emotion. And then you you got to deal with your kids who, you know, have two parents living nice. But then you got kids who being raised by a single parent and barely eating. So mentally, I, it's a lot for you guys, yeah. coaches, to go through and see. And you're trying to figure out how can I extend this hand, this hand, this leg, this leg, and still keep my sanity, you know? and so it's just our hats off to the coaches. Our hats off to the coaches. Yeah, hats off to all the coaches. Yeah. I mean, if I had a chance to coach guys again, I, I probably would in the right situation with white people around me. But this is what I tell all females who are trying to get into male football, coaching male football. It's, it's going to be a test. It's not going to ever be easy. You're going to always be undermined. You have to actually manage as a head coach it's management you know putting the right people around you managing your team to the fullest and when people see structure and great management that has a lot to do with a great program and a great coach so ladies just you know got your eyes cross your teeth don't take no bs from nobody i don't care who it is and be strong my sister <laughs> <laughs> you heard that from coach b yeah. so thank you coach for joining us um we wish you the best on your season coming up and hopefully your miami dolphins will go to the super bowl this year if they if, oh, yeah. if we, if we're going that way because right now we don't know what's going on with this COVID. so anything is subject to change but uh, <sighs> wish you the best on your season yes and we'll have to have you back so we can hear about your how your season went, especially if you go to the my if you go to the Super Bowl, we gotta have you back because we gotta hear hey. your experience at the Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Listen, if they if they, I'm I'm trying to win tickets for next year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> man, I ain't trying to sit in the nose. You think they'll be high this year because of what's going on? You think they may well, be as high? Man, let me tell you something. What I you don't want it's too many conspiracy theories around this COVID nineteen. But until they figure out what the hell going on, I'm gonna be right here in the house. <laughs> right. That being said, we don't know, and I doubt if they let the NFL, America's greatest sport, go blank. They'll play a game without nobody in the stands before they say can't nobody play. And if they pay-per-view all us, that's going to be half of my checks. I'm going to have to watch every game at the same time. <laughs> did you like the XFL? Real quick, did you like the XFL when it was in? It was interesting. They were, man, they was hitting. It was fast. So I didn't really, I saw a couple games. You know, it was a couple people from Miami was playing, and I saw a couple games this year. And they just, like, COVID-19 wasn't nothing but a weekend. They hadn't done X'd it out. I know. Yeah. I know. Oh my gosh! It you was that for the uh, uh, LA Wildcats. So yeah, yeah, it, it was yeah. like and it was a fast pace. I liked it because they was hitting. They oh, yeah. were hitting. It was like college. All it was kind of like another level of college, right? Because in college, them jokers be hitting because they're trying to get to the NFL, right? So the yeah. XFL is they were doing the same thing because they were they were trying to get looked for the NFL. Yeah, so contract. they were hitting. Huh? I say some of them got contracts though. Got so contracts. I'm just proud of that though. Yeah. Listen, yeah it was good. Listen, y'all come back and catch me next year when it's done, when it's uh I want to see how many girls I can get in college for this flag football in the upcoming year. 
So I'm going to be working hard and doing different things. I'll keep you guys posted. You know, stay in contact. We sure will. We sure yeah. Will. Thank you for joining you know, us. When you go to a family reunion, we sisters now, girl. <laughs> I know, huh? Listen, can we talk sports plan on going on a lot of interviews, on tours and trips and everything? So okay. we yeah. for this COVID, we, go, uh, we have to come down and cover one of your games, though. Better yeah. believe it. And let yeah. your girls come on to come on the show. show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no problem, no problem. Y'all know my hats be changing, man. Wherever God send me, that's what I do. My hats definitely change. So by the time y'all call me again, he'll probably been up saying, listen, you don't been here too long. I got something else for you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep up with you. We'll keep yeah, up. Okay. Trust, trust All right. Sarah, we'll keep up with you. So we thank you for joining us on the show. You have a great weekend. Y'all do the same. Be safe out there. You're welcome. Thank you all for watching. You're welcome. All right. Well, this is Shannon at Can We Talk Sports, and I'm with my host. This is Karen. All right. Join us. Wait, we're coming for Mother's Day. So we're going to come and do a special show to tell all the mothers happy Mother's Day. And then we'll be back next week. We got a two big guests that's coming to the show. Got a lot of right. stuff going on, you guys. A lot of Come stuff back. going on. I'm telling you. So, anyway. Happy Mother's Day, ladies. Happy Mother's Day. You guys have a great weekend, and we will talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>